Welcome, everybody, to the Nuggets of Gold podcast. Today, we have a special guest, Grant Cohn. You want to say hi to everyone? Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Grant Cohn. Really happy to be here. How you guys uh, doing? And so we got we got Grant on today for a fun episode. We're going to be talking about Brandon IU, talking about Trent Williams, maybe bringing up some some bold 49ers offseason stuff here. Um, Aiden's also with me. Aiden, you want to say hi to everyone real quick? What's up, guys? Excited to be here. So let's start out with Brandon Ayuk, Grant. This is a guy that Kyle Shanahan has been super high on. I've I've loved him since he got drafted. I think it was Michael Irvin called him a, an area code wide receiver because he said that if you just throw it up to him, he'll come down with it. Um, and so every, everyone seems to really like Brandon Ayuk in the 49ers fandom, the 49ers faithful. I think that he is the highest the, the best riser you could have going into next year. I think he's one of the few players where you look at him and go, okay, what are his weaknesses? He can overcome all of those things. He can grow into a top five player at the position. That's something that I truthfully believe. I actually, last week, I just bought a whole bunch of his his football trading cards. So I kind of invested in my own way in Brand Ayuk. But Grant, you go first. What do you think about this statement? Do you think that he can be a guy that can become top five at the wide receiver position? I do think he can become top five at the wide receiver position. I think he's a better player than Debo Samuel right now. And I think he has more upside than Debo Samuel. And I think Debo Samuel's a freaking stud. I'm not holding the injuries against Debo. I'm just saying talent for talent. I like Ayuk's better. Debo is more of a running back. Uh, he's he's more he's more devastating after the catch. But uh, Ayuk is quite good after the catch. And he's so much better at everything else. His route running is fantastic. His speed it's way faster than I, than I realized watching him at Arizona State. He's got these really long arms, which make him a bigger target than he would look like. I mean, he's about six feet tall, but he plays like he's six two, six three. Um, I mean, what 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 did I what did I not? So he does everything well. Uh, the only thing is, you know, um, young wide receivers. You've seen a lot of young wide receivers have sophomore slumps. I'm interested to see what kind of worker he is. I'm not saying he's bad, but he has he still has something to prove. Dante Pettis showed a lot his rookie year and then came back and, and his career fell apart. So I'm just a little leery of crowning 22-year-old wide receivers after one good year. He still has more to prove, but he seems like the kind of guy from watching him and listening to him who's going to continue to improve and become a guy who makes a lot of money in the NFL. Yeah, no, I, I think that you're spot on. And I like that you bring up Dante Pettis too because that's another guy where it was like, oh, Kyle Shanahan loves him. And then he ends up being in Shanahan's doghouse, and you see a, a big regression in that second year. I think that you brought up Debo as well. Debo, I think, even said on a recent like Instagram live, I think he said, like, oh, who's the best receiver on the Niners? And people expect him to be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's me. me. And he said, I think he was just like, it's Brandon. It's like far yeah. away Brandon. Like, he's a way better receiver. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, not like be like confident in myself, but he's like, Brandon is, he's a freak. He said like the first time that he saw him, he's like, I've never seen a wide receiver this quick. And that's something that's really crazy to me. Look, I'll just say I was at, I go to training camps and I watch every single practice that they open to the, to the media. And I watched Debo Samuel, Samuel in training camp. He was, he was okay. He was good. I mean, he was a rookie. He played mostly with the backups. And when he got the ball, he was okay. Um, but he didn't get a lot of reps with the first team. He he they didn't move him up the depth chart that fast. Brandon Ayuk was with the starters from day one in training camp, and he was making plays, leading the offense in receptions from day one. I mean, is it was I, I've never seen, and I've covered the team for ten years. I've never I've never seen a rookie wide receiver do that 
in training camp of his rookie year ever. I'm not, I'm not a, I haven't seen a ton of great rookie wide receivers on the Niners, but that's just my context. He was, it was clear, like, wow, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. And I think, didn't Matt Mayoko, Mayoko say that as well? I mean, it, it was, it was blatantly obvious from everyone there. Like, wow, look at him go. Like, <laughs> he know he, he knows what he's doing. He's under control. He's dominating in one on one, seven on seven, 11 on 11s. I've never seen this happen. It's it's kind of like in the Matrix, like if the guy like makes the jump on the first, it's wow, I've never seen that. Wow, very good. Well, you did it. That doesn't most people fall the first time. So yeah, that was really impressive. Yeah, I mean, is the Matrix like an old reference? Do kids still watch that? Is that like a no, no? Like we, old, yeah, all right, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. We know it. I feel old <laughs> yeah. these days. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna bring it up. Ayuk was top twenty five according to PFF in their wins above replacement stat which if he was top 25 as a rookie, I think real, like, like the realistic ceiling could be Devontae Adams. Uh, they, they move very similar, um, and I think that they have a similar skill set. And you can't say that about a lot of guys. Um, so I think that that is kind of the realistic best-case scenario. And he's Yeah, that's pretty odd. amazing. What's the realistic best-case scenario for Debo? Not quite that high. No, no. He has more limitations. He has short arms. Uh, not Maybe to like mention... Maybe like AJ Brown right now. I feel like that's yeah, Debo's ceiling, like where he is right now, like borderline perhaps. top ten guy, about yes. ten to fifteen range. I that's, still I think take Debo over AJ Brown with a ball in his hands, though. I think AJ Brown's a better receiver, but yes. if you can get the ball in Debo's hands, and Kyle is great at the misdirection and the jet sweeps, and part of that is what Jimmy can throw. Um, but Debo might be the best receiver with the ball in his hands in the league. He's just he's, devastating. He's so he good. seeks out contact and, and punks people. It's amazing. Just, I mean, he really like, is his name correctly. Oh yeah, hundred it, percent. It's yeah. it's perfect that his name is Debo. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, yeah. do you remember the do you remember the play against the Packers in the NFC Championship game where he runs over the safety? I yeah. forget who it was. It might have been it might have been Jair actually. Or and Kevin if it wasn't King. for that that tackle, it would have been a touchdown. Oh, yeah, he was, just tripped. Like, Whoa, yeah, 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 yeah. That tackle is like that quote yeah. unquote exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember like when he was making plays like that at the end of his rookie year. You're like, man. He's the most athletic player in the field. Like, wow. And it, it seemed in the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan was much more interested in getting the ball to Debo, at least for the first three quarters, than Kittle. I mean, the whole game plan was, you know, an end around to Debo, that end around stop throw. He, he called a pass for Debo in that game. People forget that because Debo didn't end up throwing the ball. The guy wasn't open, but Kyle really called a pass for Debo Samuel in, in, in his rookie season Super Bowl. It's amazing. That is pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And, it, and it wasn't open, and Debo had the wherewithal to tuck it and get a first down. Like <laughs> He didn't force it into coverage. No. Scrambled correctly. No, it was, he, he might be the best quarterback on the team. Oh, <laughs> we're going to wait for worse takes, but <laughs> that, that, that might be up there. <gasps> I just liked his poise in the pocket. That's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah, love it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, another great Brandon Ayuk nugget. Nine out of 12 games, he had 100 yards or a touchdown. As a rookie, it's ridiculous. That's like Odell yeah, Beckham I mean, stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, ridiculous. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but that's that's about all I got for Brandon. So let's kind of move into the next topic here. Trent Williams and this offensive line. Mm-hmm. So I personally believe that Trent Williams is the number one priority, re-signing him to a hopefully a two-year contract is the number one priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's more important than a lot of the other positions. I know corner is definitely a huge need because uh, as far as I know, every single corner on the roster, uh, if you're not counting um, Jimmy Ward, because he's more right. of safety, but right. if you're not counting him, I think it's every single corner on the roster is a free agent. 
Yeah. So you could say that, but I'm still going to say that signing Trent Williams is the biggest priority just because we've seen the offensive line struggle. He was probably – him and Lake and Tomlinson were probably the only bright spots on that offensive line last year. So, Grant, is that a, like a high-end priority for you bringing him back? No, but I'm, I see it differently, and I think they, it's a high priority for them because, look, they traded a third-round pick for him. That's that's a lot of value to just I mean did they trade him did they trade a third round pick for a rental? Maybe. It's possible. And I, I think that's that's fair to trade a third round pick for a rental. Um I just feel like look, you're going to have to pay him 20, 21, 22, maybe 23 million a year. And although he's excellent, um he doesn't seem to make his teammates better. And I thought Joe Staley did in the sense that Staley was the leader. Staley held others accountable. Staley would and holding holding people accountable means if Mike McGlinchey plays bad, Joe Staley's going to tell him about it uh, in the film sessions. If Mike McGlinchey weighs 285 pounds, Joe Staley's not going to let that happen. He's going to make sure he's 315 at his listed weight, that kind of stuff. Trey Williams, he's the best player on the line, but he's he doesn't want to be a leader. I've seen it from him. He's cool. He's on his own. And I think the best player in your offensive line should be the leader, too, especially for all the money you're making. Uh, he seems like he kind of sets the tone of, hey, man, I played well. No, it's not about you. It's a, you're a five-man unit. You guys didn't play well. I don't like the attitude from that team, from that offensive line, and I feel like uh, Trent Williams sets it. Joe Staley set a different attitude. That's what I'm used to. He was there for like 15 years. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little too harsh, but that's what I see. I feel like Trent Williams, he's supposed to be this cornerstone player at a cornerstone position. He's never really been on a winning team. He doesn't seem to like have any type of intangible effect on everyone else. I don't know. It's a lot of money for a left tackle. Yeah. And, and, and left, tackle, left tackle is a premium position, but I think that you bring up, I mean, you bring up a, a fair enough point when you're comparing him to a guy like Joe. Also yeah. at the same time, like Joe Staley is what 49ers legend. He might be most people's like Pete, like fans no in the last 20 years. It's him and Frank Gore, the people that you think of when you think no of question. the 49ers. Absolutely. And, 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 and like so, Trent Williams is a better individual player than Joe Staley. No question. That's why Trent Williams will get more money. But Joe Staley, I think, was a better, um, had a more, had more of an impact on winning somehow, somehow, somehow. Yeah. No. And, and you brought up the whole unit thing. Yeah. That never gets brought up with offensive linemen. Like That's people right. don't bring up like, all right, like this right. guy's, you know, he's so good. And, and for instance, uh, like McGlinchey, you, I mean, you brought him up. I think McGlinchey is one of those guys that, when he, you brought up the weight and he's playing mm -hmm. way underweight and you could see it on the field. Yeah. But also the guys next to him aren't helping him out and he nope. doesn't have Kittle there helping him out because nope. Mike's never been a premier pass blocker and he, he never will be. That's just, mm -hmm. that's just how it is. I mean, mm -hmm. he's a great guy. You want an open space, you know, you want him blocking for, for the Debo's and the Iukes on the jet sweeps, Yep. but he needs help. And yep. so you got to help him. Um, I also mm -hmm. like that you brought up the accountability stuff because I mean, that's a big deal for, for an older guy. What is what is Trent Williams? 34? Uh, I think he's about 33. Or he's gonna be 33? 33 this summer. I think he's a few years a few months younger than me. So I think that'll make him 32 right now. Okay. But yeah, I yeah. mean, he's one of the older guys on the team. He's gonna be one of the highest paid players on the team if he comes back. He needs to take ownership of the team the way Joe Staley did. I mean, you there were reports of Joe Staley like calling Mike McGlinchey during the season. Joe Staley's retired. He he doesn't have to do this anymore. It's not his place. He can't. He's not. You can't lead the lead from your from the retirement couch as much as you want to. Like you have the best player on the unit has to lead it, and it's like 
there needs to be a cohesion on your offensive line in a way that you don't have to have that at wide receiver. Wide receivers can be divas. It doesn't matter if your best receiver is Terrell Owen and he doesn't care about their other wide receivers. Who cares? Just get open. But the offensive line is kind of like the defensive backfield. They all have to work together. And I'd like to see leadership from a guy who's getting $20 million. I think that's a really good point. Uh, Mike Iupati just retired, and I saw a bunch of people talking about how well that like Harbaugh-era offensive line played together. Yeah. Um, looking at the names, it was like Joe Staley, um, Boone, Iupati, Anthony Davis, and Goodwin. Yeah. And I think Iupati and Staley were the only ones who were ever pro bowlers. But that's right. that, that offensive line played together like really, really well, and they dominated yeah. people at – at the point of attack. So I think that's a really good point. I'm in favor of bringing Trent Williams back, given sure. that we have question marks at center and right guard. Um, I, I think you would know better than uh, Matt yeah, or, or yeah. I, Grant, but um, I doubt Weston Richburg is going to be back. Um, and right guard was a revolving door last year. Um, so there's some major question marks there as well. Um, but to harp on your earlier point of it being a rental, we gave up a three and a four for five in Sanders last year. Hmm. Um, and he was definitely a rental. rental. Yep. Um, so we've seen that kind of approach before and we thought we were going to be contenders going into this year. Injuries really derailed that, but I would say Trent Williams was a win now move. Um, and I was fine with the trade. I think we gave up a three and a five, um, for, I think it was the, number three graded left tackle um i would still bring him back given i mean i guess it depends what what kind of contract he he wants this isn't madden where where you can offer somebody two years and 25 million let me propose something to you real quick it's like think about the niners offensive line as a blank slate it sucks okay and what you could do is would you want to spend your cap money on the best left tackle on the market or do you want to get maybe the third or fourth best left tackle and a starting center? That's the way I look at it. Like you might be able to get two starters for the price of one and Trent Williams, great individual player. He's not going to help out the other four. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, what is, how does that sound? I mean, I don't have specific names. But yeah, that definitely. So, I mean, names yeah. that pop to my head is like Alex Mack, a guy that Boom. we maybe couldn't afford if we bring um, Trent Williams if we yep. bring Trent Williams back, yep. but like we have some ways to, to some cap space. Again, you would probably know what that D Ford injury guarantee looks like. Is he going to make it? I don't know. The deal with um, D Ford is they can't cut him until he can pass a physical. Is he going to pass and the physical by June 1st? Well, I think the injury guarantee kicks on, kicks in April 1st. So April if he's 1st. on okay. the team, April 1st, they have to give him more than $11 million. And it doesn't seem like he's going to be passing a physical before then. I, if I were him, I wouldn't. I'm just saying, oh, yeah. I'll find a yeah. way to not pass that. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they may pay him $11 million on April 1st, and he could retire April 2nd. You don't know. So, yeah. I mean, they're, they're kind of screwed in that sense. I don't think they're getting cap space there. Yeah. I would still back. I would still bring back Trent Williams on a two- or three-year deal, given that he is a premier guy at the position. Keep in mind, it was a COVID offseason. He got traded. True. Didn't really get to know the, the offensive line the same way that Staley That's a good point. For 15 That's years. a good point. That's a good point. Um, there's so, not a lot of camaraderie building time. That's a really good exactly. Point. So yeah. we'll see what that looks like um, next year. I would love to bring him back, but like you said, it needs to be at the right price. And honestly, I'd take two starters for one. Given that, I think I would too. There's another guy, Alejandro Villanueva, plays left mm-hmm. tackle from Pittsburgh. You could get yeah. him and Alex Mack. I like that. Now mm-hmm. you've upgraded two two fifths of your offensive line. 
Mm -hmm. And then you just need to worry about guard in the draft, and you can focus potentially more on on a quarterback or something like that. Well, depending on how you feel about Mike McClancy. But Wes, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, going back to like talking about you know not going not going uh, not resigning Trent Williams, but instead going after two other players. Yeah, I, I do think that a lot of that depends on who those players are, how they fit, what like the scheme. You know, how they how do they is there going to be a guy that's even close to as good as getting out in open space as Trent Williams? Uh, <laughs> it, it could be tough. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, no, probably not. Probably yeah, not. and so so there's a couple things like that. Also, you you kind of start thinking about like, okay, well, what could have they? What could the Niners have done at, at left tackle? The big one that's been brought up a lot lately, Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, and and I know you're not the biggest Javon Kinlaw fan. I'm a huge Javon Kinlaw fan. I'll put that out there. But I'll say this: if you don't trade for Trent Williams and you have Tristan Wirfs. Going into this offseason, you feel a lot better about the offensive line. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, mean, like that's Kinlaw, what I, I just feel like he, I mean, I don't know what they, what they thought they were getting. This is Kinlaw. Kinlaw is a hell of an athlete for a 300-pound defensive tackle. He's not necessarily a pass rusher. He'll get some sacks. That's, I mean, he's good against the run. He's athletic. And he's a good athlete. He's not going to be, I don't think, a super dominant, consistent pass rusher. He wasn't that in college. He could develop in the NFL. I doubt it. It seems to me like that's the kind of guy, if you get him in – after the 20th pick, you're cool, you're juiced. If you get him in the second round, you're so happy because he's a he's a really good player. But at pick 13, 14, you passed on Tristan Wirfs. You passed on a potential 10-year, 15-year left tackle, hold you down, premium position. Yeah, that's a problem. That's the only reason I've got a problem with Javon Kinlaw, not who he is. He's cool. I mean, I mean, the knee thing, that bothers me because it, it, this is a team that's had injury issues, knows it's a problem, uses it, uses it as an excuse. They need to stop doing stuff like this and getting the guy. Well, yeah, he has a tendonitis in his knee, but it's all right. Like he he just had it, he just had surgery. So other than all those things, I really like Javon Kinlaw. Sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. No, no, you're fine. And <laughs> you brought you bring up the, the injury stuff. I yeah. know. Um, so I actually work at the the Cal Poly football facility, and, and one of my my buddies there, he was saying that Jalen Hurd, because his dad coaches high school football, and he said, like, look, Jalen Hurd's been hurt his whole life. Yeah. Which is that's another one of those things, and and when you bring up knee injuries, yeah, every 49er fan is, gets a little sick to their stomach because they're like, oh, I remember the the Trent Bulk. Oh, let's get a guy with a torn knee every single draft. Oh, the thing with Jalen Hurd, like when the um, Niners the, took the him. Subject for oh, all sorry. of us. <laughs> sorry, the the thing with Jalen Hurd when the Niners took him, a bunch of Tennessee fans on Twitter were like, hey, good luck with that. <laughs> hey, it seemed yeah, like they knew. The only thing that that makes me stop about that that tr that Tristan Wirfs take is we traded for Trent Williams before the draft. We had no way of knowing he was going to be there at at thirteen. And say we don't trade. I for think Trent they traded Williams. for. Tr I think they traded for Trent Williams on at the day after day one. Day after yeah, I day think one. So too. Uh, I think that I, it's okay. It. I was it's all right. Say, it's all right. I was going to say, what if we got fucked with Isaiah Wilson? <laughs> that. Uh, with who? Isaiah, yeah. the guy who just quit playing for the Titans, who was their first-round tackle. Isaiah oh. Wilson. He, quit. he played four snaps, three were kneel downs, and one was an extra point, and, and he quit. He quit? Did he retire or did he opt out? Uh, I, think he, he he, I think he's becoming a rapper. I think he's becoming a rapper. Really? Yep. That's oh, inspirational. Yeah, no. God, yeah. he got, like, the signing bonus. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting the platinum grill. That's dope. Good for that guy. I love him. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, I guess took that's his, a, you don't want that. He took his money and ran. <laughs> yeah. That's legendary. Wow. That's yeah, like you, one you Alexander. You don't see that every legendary day. Legendary status, no. 
That's what's <laughs> up. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad that didn't happen. Javon Kinlaw, he's not doing that. He's just eating rodents with his. <laughs> Hell was that? That was that was pretty odd. I, I will say that. That was, that was... odd. <laughs> but maybe they do things different in South Carolina. I think so. I think so. I think it's very a little so. different than Cali. Just a little. <laughs> All right. So so Grant, let's let's wrap it up then okay. with an interesting segment. I know that I mean I've seen I've been following you on Twitter for quite some time now. You're a very polarizing person. Some people some people love you. Some people get very angry, which I think is funny because people take sports media way too seriously. I really believe that. I do too. <laughs> like so much yeah. hatred, like way too much hatred than you could ever imagine. I know. Um, but but my my final kind of topic today yes. is your quote unquote worst take. So this is for everyone listening. I'm also a co-host for the Worst Take Pod. Basically, on a lot of times on Wednesdays, we'll do a Worst Take Wednesday. Someone will come on the show, talk about a point that or, or a some topic that they believe or statement they believe is true, but is very unpopular. Mm. Um, so someone said that Lamella would win an MVP within however many years he gets drafted. Mm. Um, we've had people talk a, a lot of it's NFL related um, talking about guys like Justin Herbert, guys like Justin Jefferson, you know, rookie of the year races and stuff like that. So a lot of those early on at the year, but, but what's your, either off-season or 2021 49ers worst take? Oh, this is easy. Um, Josh Rosen is a better quarterback right now than Jimmy Garoppolo. And if Josh Rosen were allowed to actually compete with Jimmy, throw for throw with the first team, if they could split reps in training camp and mini camp, Josh Rosen would beat him out. That's my hot take. I believe Interesting. it. I've seen Interesting. Jimmy Garoppolo a lot. I've seen him play every game with the Niners. I've seen him, well, of course, before then too. I've seen him play in training camp three years he's you think he's inconsistent in games he's worse in practice uh that's why nick that's why nick mullins exists because nick mullins kicks his ass every day in practice now that doesn't play out that way in games all the times but they play with different supporting casts i think josh rosen is just a, a much more talented athlete than jimmy garoppolo bigger arm uh better multi-sport athlete i mean he's he'd be like the best men's tennis player in you know in in america right now if he'd gone that route uh he throws a gorgeous deep ball he's 24 he's smarter than jimmy i think he deserves to get a chance he won't because he's making he's he might not even make the team i mean he's he's like hanging on to his to an nfl career by a thread and jimmy garoppolo's got all this money and the, the franchise is invested in them and they almost can't afford to let him compete with josh rosen and lose that i mean god but he would lose it well you i mean you bring up that stuff about josh rosen if it wasn't for him being a first round pick, he probably would have been like, I mean, maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't, maybe it's the, being the first round pick is what brings all this pressure and stuff. But like, when you think about guys that go undrafted, it's like, Oh, they're really talented, but they also drafted a guy in the second round of that position. And then they cut the undrafted guy. Then he goes somewhere else. And is a stud. That kind of mm -hmm. stuff happens all the time in the NFL where, Oh, we invested either money or we invested draft capital into a player. And now we don't want to move on from that. Right. Um, I, I, I disagree with you about Josh Rosen still. I mean, that's totally hey, you fine. wanted my worst take. I, I have another friend. He's, he's all on Josh Rosen. I know a lot of people actually that are all in on Josh Rosen um, that, that would say the same thing as you. Um, I have had the pleasure of meeting Josh Rosen. Oh. He was, I, I went to the Manning passing Academy. He was my mentor at the Academy. So what? I had about seven. Yeah. I had about seven You're days. 
Yeah. Oh, I was not anymore. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Um, but yeah, in in high school, um, he was he was my coach for that that I think it was five or seven days. No way. I I do have to say so. Josh Rosen is my guy. The the people were like we meet in the morning. The uh -huh. person next to them was Joshua Dobbs, former Steelers. Oh wow. Player. He yeah. might be there. I know you Josh could, Dobbs. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell probably in ten minutes that Josh Joshua Dobbs was twice the had twice the work ethic of Josh Rosen. Oh, wow. Oh, I, wow. Yeah, that's something that- It's a that, work ethic thing with Josh Rosen? Okay, wow. that's what I've heard. And like when I was there, and, and I can't speak to him like outside of stuff, because I know a lot of football people like stand by him. I remember uh, Mike Shanahan had a quote saying that like, hey, if he loves football, like he can do anything in it. He could be a, like a top wait, five wait, 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 wait. Tell me what you mean by the work ethic. Like, like how, did it, how did that show itself? It, he'd be late every day. Like to no like just way. a meeting at the front. Yeah, no. And no and way. like Dobbs would be good. there before I would get there. That's not good. No. And that's, that's where good. I think the questions are. Wow. So he's a diva. Oh, totally. He's late. He was late probably every single day. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I never understood why Stanford straight up pulled his scholarship offer. You know, they, they, they offered him and they were like, you know what? You can't go here. You can't go here. We're going to go with freaking, who do they have back then? Kevin Hogan or worse? I, I think AJ Costello Hogan. or whatever. It's like, no, nah, we're just going to make it work with Kevin Hogan. See you, buddy. <laughs> and, and like that he went to UCLA and accomplished a whole lot of nothing. Now that team stunk, but wow. Good to know. I mean, I, I'm going to try to link up with him and get, to, get a feel for him myself because I feel partial to the Jewish kid, but wow. Interesting. No, I'm file I that away. Him. Yeah. And I liked him. I thought he was a super cool guy. I mean, I had some great conversations with him, but I like, if I was Dude. a coach and I like, going there to evaluate his, him as a person, like, I feel like, up. okay, this dude's like, yeah, you're not even showing up on time. Like, are you I, serious? I, I still like them. Like, yeah, is, isn't that weird? Isn't that a weird thing? Like, it's not good. It's really <laughs> no. not good. I wonder if he's still like that or if he's finally been humbled. See, good to know. That's, that's great thing. background information, man. Wow. <laughs> that's really good to know. Explains a lot. It explains a lot. It's like these teams haven't crushed his, his reputation, haven't said anything, but they're telling you what they think of him by cutting him every six months. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, Josh, have you gotten the picture yet? Have you gotten it? No one likes you anymore. You have no value. Do you? Does this mean something to you? I'd love to see if he fights for it. Hey, maybe he'll lose that that quarterback job. Who knows? Well, that, I mean that that thing. competition. Yeah. I also think him coming from Tampa with Brady and then yeah. being like, "Yeah, we don't want you anymore." I think. I mean, that can light a spark under him, though. Like, yeah. there is still a reason to believe because the talent is there. Like you're talking about it. I think. If you just looked at him like, okay, how good of a thrower is he? I think almost everybody's going to take him over Jimmy. I think yeah. that is that is clear. Like you look yeah. at their college stuff, you look at them in the NFL. Rosen has a hose. Yes. So I don't know. And I, he knows I like it. it. And he thought it was going to take him so far, but now it's almost washing out of the league because of his attitude. Well, get it together, buddy. Yeah. You're 24. You still got time. Oh yeah, no, he's got plenty of time. He's got yeah. well, maybe not plenty of time. Not plenty <laughs> he's of time. Been through a few organizations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, but now's a good opportunity. He's on a good team with a good coach and playmakers. Like, get stick around because the starter on this team, I mean, is hurt every other week. So you might just get an opportunity to change the whole narrative about you. Stick around. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, but and we'll see. Say he goes up to Kyle and says, "Hey, I am all in. I'm, I'm all, all in on football. I yep. wasn't before. I'm all in on football. Yeah, that's a reason to for him to." have a chance to compete for the starting job. Hey, but that's not enough from what I'm, from what you're telling me, he needs to be the dude who just is there all the time. First dude there in the morning, he needs to show them consistently that how much he wants. He doesn't have to say it. 
He needs to show him. And maybe he did. You know, he just spent a year in a practice squad. He came over here and seemed like he was all in. I, I don't know. I'm interested. Maybe he gets it finally. That how long how long ago are you talking? Was he in high school when he was doing that stuff? I would probably say that was four years ago. Four so or five. He was at UCLA. Yeah, he was at UCLA. He was already chosen Rosen by then. My God. So it had gone the 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 status had gone. That's that's, that's terrible to hear. I'm sorry to hear that. Come on. I Josh. think it was before the hot tub thing too. That being said, when I was 20 <laughs> years old, I had a faux hawk. I had two 13 millimeter cubic zirconium zirconium earrings. I had a chin strap. I was the biggest tool you'd ever seen. And I went to UCLA too. So that that Westwood can do things to you <laughs> at, a young, at a young age if you think you're you know hot, <laughs> hot shit. And I guess he did. So good for him. Maybe he, he came back to earth. Yeah. In yeah. in in lieu of my first take, um, Grant, I'm I'm gonna ask you um kind of a question based on your worst take. Is Jimmy just a completely different because you you go and see the practices, you've you've been around the team for a long time. Is Jimmy completely different pre ACL to post ACL? Yes, because completely different quarterback. Because yes. I went back no and watched. Because I went back and watched 2017 Jimmy, and it's it, he can move. He can, he move. can move. He's not afraid of getting hit. He's uh-uh. rifling stuff in there. And I just he actually was pretty good off script, and he could improvise. I think that's well, what people like most about him. Because he didn't know the anything. Improvisation. He had he had he had just been traded there. Didn't know the playbook at all. Came out, won five straight games. Had all this poise, had all this improvisation, and now he like looks like a statue who's afraid to get hit. I mean, what happened? Well, we know what happened, but it's like a, a, a stark difference. I okay, so that's that was mainly what what I was going to ask. Do you yeah. see just a completely different different yes. guy? Also, also, yes. it's not just that. I mean, he's now when he was playing, he was worth about two million dollars and was playing for that. People don't talk about the contract year push with quarterbacks, but it's real. He was worth about $2 million. He was going to play for that $140 million contract. He got it, and then he got hurt. And then I think I don't, I've never been worth that much money. But I would think naturally you, your investment is your body. You start to protect it. You don't want to get hurt again. And you start playing a little bit more. Some might, some people might. And I think maybe, maybe the money's part of it. Yeah. Well, that makes sense too. That's like totally reasonable, even if you don't yes. notice you're doing it. Just you know, naturally, like, hey, natural. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can't afford to, you know, this is my moneymaker here. As opposed would, to when I'm worth two million, I got to get this money. I'm gonna go play. Yeah. I'm gonna put my body on the line. I would still say the best thing about Jimmy though is his leadership and the fact that every player that that talks about him, Kittle especially, um, raves about him and like. Agree, but only thing I would say for that is that the fact that he was gone so much last year and didn't come back at the end of the year. I wonder if I don't know, but I wonder if players look at him differently now. Like, hey, hey we man, don't know. We don't know where, why where he didn't you? come back. It exactly. Could, it, we don't know. We but don't it know. could have been the coaching staff saying the season's done. Right. Please. But here's the thing. I think like the players won't know either. Like they're, the players are probably as in the dark as we are because it's not none of their business. And so they'll have their own theories. Like, wh- where were you, dude? Where were you? Like Jimmy, Gar- uh, Jimmy Ward came back from a concussion and played. George Kittle came back from a broken foot and played. There were clips and videos of Jimmy Garoppolo practicing and looking good and letting the ball rip, but he didn't come back and play. If I were in the dark and I were Jaquaski Tart or Jimmy Ward, I, I would just be like, yo, what? what, Jimmy, maybe, I, maybe I'd text Jimmy Garoppolo and be like, what was that about? Although I don't know if they have his number. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, you know, All the questions people have about Rosen, I have about Jimmy. You know, I, Maybe he's not late, but like, how much do you love football, man? How much does it mean to you to be on the field, you know? Are you are you content to cash checks and sit on the bench? Well, look at look at Jared Goff. I mean, we just saw that Sean McVay said like 
and, and they didn't, or was it the GM? Was it Les Need that basically said like, yeah, I mean, he w- he wasn't the hardest worker. He he wasn't the first guy in. I don't think anyone out. put their name behind it, but the report that came out uh, was that that he wasn't the hardest worker. Yep, they basically <laughs> called him Josh Rosen. It was very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I yeah. I think that's that's probably about it. Um, yeah. I I like the the Rosen the Rosen take. I think it's. I had to one. I had to swing for the fences. I mean I. I put both cheeks into the swing and try to put it out to the upper deck. We'll see what happens. And of course, there's going to be some people that that hate that idea. You know what? Are you oh yeah, Josh Rosen. But also look at this. Rosen went tenth. What did Jimmy go? Forty something? Fifty something? Sixty something. I was think. it? sixty something? Huh? Yeah, because yeah. they come off the Super Bowl win. I think that's right. Yeah, late too, and that's for a reason. I mean, the guy had he was playing at Eastern Illinois, and when you see him now, there's nothing physically that really stands out with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not mm-hmm. big. He doesn't have a super strong arm. He's not mobile. He's just got this it factor that is wearing off. It's like he's Cinderella and it's like 1207. And, you know, <laughs> it's just the chariots of pumpkin now, baby. I don't know what to tell you. The, you know, it's just not, it ain't what it used to be. <laughs> you know, I like it. Um, I, yeah. I, I told you, I, I mean, I do, I do think that Jimmy is still, I'd rather have him, have him as my starter, but it's incredibly interesting to see how that's going to all play out. Hopefully yeah. that that Rosen stuff I brought up about the the character questions. Hopefully that's that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, I told I think you I that is the, the guy. most interesting thing. I've been at, I've been bringing people on my channel like for weeks, being like, "Can you do you know why the NFL gave up on Josh Rosen? What is it about him?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know." I've talked to coaches. You finally, it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. That that attitude isn't going to fly. It's not that he's Jewish. It's not that he's Jewish. It's that he's a freaking diva, or he was, and needs to show that he's not. He's he's created a a uh, reputation for himself, and now he's got to shed that reputation. He's young enough, but it's now. You're running out of time, Josh. The time is now. Very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, of course. All right, Grant. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Aiden, thanks for joining again, and we'll talk to you guys soon. But but thanks so much, Grant. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, I brought some that Rosen insight today. <laughs> that was a plus. Uh, thank you for having me, and please send me the video or link or whatever it is so we can get doing some cross promotion. Get you some of them of subscribers. Bye, everybody.